Welcome back, everybody, to the Jim and Jeremy Show. My name is Jeremy T, Director of Advising, Recruitment, and Retention for the College of Business here at the University of Nevada, Reno. Unfortunately, Jim is not with us today, but I do have someone that I'm just as excited to be talking to. Um, one of our alumni, someone I've got to know over the last couple of years, built a good relationship with, Keenan Poland. Yes, sir. Keenan, he is the director of sales over at the Barracuda Championship, um, an alumni here of the College of Business. Um, so first, tell me, what did, what did you major in? And how was your experience as a College of Business student, even though it's starting to become a little bit further away than you'd probably like it to be? <laughs> Just a little bit. Uh, maybe not with the, with the current um, learning protocols, but I studied uh, management at the College of Business, graduated in the spring of 2011. Ooh. So it's, it's getting up there. It's starting to get up there now. Um, yeah, I thought the 10-year high school anniversary hit hard, but uh, we're only a few months away now from, from 10 years out of college. That's wild. Well, I, I will let you know, as I have definitely been left off of these, we no longer qualify for the young professional panels anymore. I've been left off of the higher education young professional panels for a while. And I think at this point, um, you're probably going to be left off of some of those as well uh, for the, the recent grads. But that is, that is okay. So, so some things that, that I'm interested to hear a little about, you, you did mention, you know, you're probably happy that you're not doing the online learning like a, like a lot of our students are, but, um, you know, you run, you run a golf tournament, you run sales for a golf tournament. Tell, tell me a little bit about what, uh, what that has been like. Yeah. So I've been with the, the Barracuda championship, uh, since 2018, I'm actually employed by the Reno Tahoe Open Foundation. So that's the 501c3 that operates uh, the PGA Tour stop uh, that used to be in, in South Reno uh, up until 2019. And uh, we found our new home in 2020 up in Truckee, California at uh, Old Greenwood Golf Course at Tahoe Mountain Club. Uh, so I'm in charge of, of sales and, and really what that breaks down to is, is creating relationships with uh, businesses, uh, both locally, regionally, and nationally uh, to find ways for them to use the tournament, use the PGA Tour to, to help grow their businesses, entertain customers, prospects, um, have really unique experiences playing in the Pro-Am where I always... Uh, relate that to think of it as if you get to go shoot free throws with LeBron or Steph Curry on the court before the game starts, you're playing golf with a pro uh, on the, on the golf course the day before round one. But I uh, really love what I do. Uh, there, there's the you know business aspect. I, I love forming partnerships and creating relationships in the community, but there's also the opportunity for us to, to give back and we've donated uh 4.4 million dollars uh, to to charity since uh, tournament's inception in 1999. Wow, that is that is great, man! Uh, congratulations on that. Uh, so now you talked about building relationships. You're also part of our alumni association here in the College of Business, and um, I know something that you and I have chatted about as well as uh, we had Tom on a little bit earlier talking about building some relationships with our potential, with our, with our current students 
and some of our different alumni. Could you tell me a little bit about some of the things that the Alumni Association is perhaps working on or trying to work through? Because obviously having, having big events like uh, perhaps we've had in the past are not, <laughs> not as easy. So what, uh, what are some things that maybe you guys are, are trying to look forward to putting on for, for the spring with the Alumni Association? Yeah, of course, you know, live events are, are tough right now. So we're trying to get creative. Uh, we've just been having some guest speakers come into our, our monthly board meetings and talk about their experience, uh, whether it was at University of Nevada and the College of Business specifically or, or out in the, the business world. Uh, so that's been a fun new way to, to engage with, with some people in the community. Uh, some of our, you know, bigger events, we have an annual golf tournament. That's our largest fundraiser. We're hoping to be able to have that in May, but still some uncertainty around that event. And if worst case scenario, we have to push it back to the fall. Uh, you know, it was a bummer not being able to have that in 2020. So really hoping to have that in, in 2021. We started a new tradition a few years back going to the Nevada UNLV basketball game every year, uh, getting together at the wall beforehand for some networking, uh, both with, you know, alumni and current students. But really at this point, we're just trying to find ways to, to stay engaged with the College of Business, current students and alumni. And so at this point, any, any ideas are welcomed. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so now you talked about some, some networking uh, things and I know you've, you've done quite a bit. Uh, you, you were doing some consulting, I think when I first met you running a, a side business there and um, how, how have you found success in networking in this current environment? Because I mean, you're, you're out here trying to get sales for tournaments. So you're, you're trying to, you know, get meetings with people, have conversations with them uh, for our, maybe our alumni that are listening or even our current students that are listening, what are some things that maybe you found some, some success in, in still being able to network and still being able to build those relationships in, in the world that we're in right now? Yeah, I think one of the most important, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the most important things that, that I've found is with so many different ways to communicate with people, it's kind of finding the one that, that they prefer so whether that's email, phone call, now video platforms, LinkedIn, social media as a whole, uh, but following up is, is the key to, to scheduling meetings. At least that's what I've learned. Um, so if they don't respond via email or a phone call, you know, make sure that you're, you're following up in a couple of weeks and, and not bugging people, but just making sure that, you know, they, they feel important. They know that they, you're, you're just trying to, to do your job and, and create a relationship or, or build a relationship. Um, so, you know, it's a case by case basis over the past eight, nine months. Um, but the more time I spend doing that and, and trying to schedule meetings, uh, the more I find it's just, it, it really comes down to, to being persistent and again, finding the right communication channel they prefer uh, to end up scheduling a meeting and, and hopefully it can, you know, build and grow relationships from there. So this one might be a little bit of a, of a tougher question. Um, so when you think about 
how you used to network with people and how you used to be able to build those relationships with people. Um, are you finding the same level of success now that you had in the past and whether that, you know, whether that be, um, you know, in the past, maybe you go have a cup of coffee with someone, go have a beer with someone, go out to eat with someone or just meet them at some sort of event. Um, Cause one thing that I've, I've started to notice with our, with our students is when I used to be able to have students come in and sit across the desk from me, and we'd have a conversation about, you know, next semester in the classes that they're in and things like that. Ultimately, we'd, we'd have a couple back and forth on, you know, maybe the different things that are in my office, you know, that they see, like I'm a big Milwaukee Bucks fan. I got pictures of my kids. I see Ken Griffey Jr. Jersey behind you. So there's different, there's some different talking points, but now that I, when I have those interactions with my students via Zoom, it seems so much more transactional, you know, what do you need from me? let's go on to the next piece. So do you feel like you've been having the same level of success that you've had in the past? Now, I guess I understand you're running a golf tournament where there might not be fans <laughs> and your job is to get people sponsorships for, you know, fans to see them. But that, I, that's something I, I've, I've spent some time thinking about is I wonder what our folks who are out there who's primary goal is to be networking if they've been having the same levels of success. So that's a very long question that I asked you. Um, what are your yeah, thoughts? I, I think, I think it is a little bit harder to, to create a relationship without meeting somebody in person. However, I think a, a zoom call at least puts you face to face. Um, the calls, usually are shorter. There's a little bit less of the, you know, kind of chit chat, chit chat and row boosting type of get to know you conversation on, on the front end. Uh, but I think if you're able to still set aside a 30 minutes, you know, hour block, you can still dive in and, and get to know somebody, uh, check in with them and just make sure, you know, their, their family and themselves are doing well. Um, but it, it's definitely not the same as having a cup of coffee, a, a cocktail, or, or going to have a meal with somebody. So I'm trying to use, you know, some of those initial calls to you know, be more on the personal side and, and spend a couple extra minutes chatting with somebody to hopefully build a better foundation for the relationship, uh, talk a little less business. And then, you know, once we kind of have a a foundation of, you know, these are the next steps, then we can talk a little more business uh, on that second call. But at the same time, I've, I've also noticed that it is a little more efficient. You can get to the point <laughs> in 15 to 20 minutes and, and have an action plan uh, leaving that call where you might be at the coffee shop or a restaurant for an hour and, you know, they're it wasn't always the best use of each other's times, but maybe the relationship was stronger on the back end. So I think, again, it's, it just depends on, on each individual conversation, but I really try to do my best to, to be relationship based and uh, get to know somebody and then, you know, jump into the business part. But to your point, it, it's, it's definitely different. And I think uh, that's what a lot of people are finding. They just have to adapt and, you know, find what 
works best for them and ultimately what their, you know, prospects and customers are looking for, what works best for them too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, I've definitely, I would agree with that. I feel like there were definitely times where I could, you know, I could wrap up an advising meeting in, in 10 minutes now via Zoom and it's, okay, we'll see you later. Now we get some time back where in a, in a traditional meeting, we'll you know, spend a little bit more time talking about some things. So it's a little bit of good, a little bit of bad with that. Um, so now this is a question I, I asked your, your alumni association colleague, Tom, and I will, I will ask you as well. Um, so we, now we talked about it's coming up on 10 years. If you can go back, this is for our, our, our listeners who are uh, still in, in the college of business. What would you tell your 20 year old self or your 21? Let's say you're a junior. You're in your junior year right now, finished up your first semester, your junior year, you got spring and then next year and then you're done. What, what would you go back and tell yourself and make sure that you actually listen to? Because I'm sure pe lots of people gave you lots of good advice at that point in your life. Yeah, I'm sure. I wish I, I would have capitalized on, on a lot more, but I think going back and, and telling myself, especially I studied management in the College of Business because I knew I wanted to work in sports in one way or another, and I thought it was broad enough that it would give me a good foundation of you know knowledge to go out and, and get a job in sports. I didn't necessarily knew, know I was going to be you know working in sales, but I think regardless being in the college of business, uh, networking, just meeting more people would have been the advice or is the advice I would give to, you know, my 20 year old self. And I think I met a lot of people and, and created a lot of great friendships. It'll last a long time, but be a little more intentional on a business networking strategy. Um, and, and, you know, within the university itself, I went to a few of the networking, uh, events that, you know, were, were probably, uh, mandated by my professor, but at the same time, I think I could have done a better job of, you know, maybe going to a, a young professionals networking event or, or some things outside of, of the college as well, just to make sure that I was meeting, uh, people from, from different backgrounds and, uh, again, creating a, a, a larger network for when I did step into, um, you know, my first job that, that again, I had a, a little wider net there. And keep in mind, this is coming from someone who, uh, and since I've moved here, I feel like knows everyone and they know him. So if he's telling me <laughs> you know, it's important and he has the biggest network that I know of, <laughs> networking is very, very important. Um, it started early and, uh, yeah, it probably would have saved me some, some work here over the last few years, but I, I think it is one of the most important things you can do, especially if you're going to be in, in any type of, you know, relationship based business. And even if that's managing people, you're not really out, you know, front facing in a sales role still just gives you an idea of how to interact with people from, from different backgrounds, experiences, et cetera. All right. Well, we're coming up against it. So we'll, we'll kind of leave it here in terms of, I'm assuming you're still open to networking. 
for anybody who's out there listening, whether it be uh, a current student or an alumni or somebody in the community, where can they find you? Yeah, I love connecting with new people uh, from all walks of life. And if it's a college student, would be happy to, you know, share my experiences and, and help them any way I can. Uh, probably the easiest is, is on uh, social media, you know, LinkedIn. Uh, you can find me, you know, Keenan Poland, and then pretty active on, on Instagram and Twitter as well. But I think LinkedIn from a, from a professional standpoint is the best. Um, and would love to, you know, get, get a virtual coffee and, uh, see if there's ways to help people. All right. Awesome. Well, that is going to do it for the Jim and Jeremy show. Uh, obviously Jim is not with us today. Again, Jeremy T director of advising recruitment and retention for the college of business. And you can always find me at business advising at unr.edu and a big thank you again to Keenan for joining us today sharing a little bit of his expertise, go find him on social media, connect with him and uh, we'll catch up with you guys next time.